Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's segment on dream interpretation. I have a few things I'd like to go over. Um, and if you have either a basic question about dreams and dreaming, or if you would like a live interpretation, go ahead and dial in. Press 1 to get into the call queue, and I'll get to you as soon as possible. That number is area code 347-934-0751. So I'd like to start with our sponsor for today's segment. His name is David A. Dunn, and he is the author of Get Life Right, 10-Minute Reads, Your Companion for Personal Growth, Prosperity, and Fulfillment. I had David on the show in February, and the archive is available if you'd like to learn more about the contents of the book, because we explored it uh, thoroughly in that segment. But what the book is about is whether your life is together or in turmoil, this is a reference that you can go to very often for ideas, direction, reassurance, peace of mind, and motivation. It can help you know your abilities and love how you're using them. It can help you create and accumulate value in everything you do. Visualize an exciting future, leaving nothing out. Create the most interesting path to that future. Think with more clarity and imagination. And as we say on the show, if you want to change your life, you must first change your mind. And this book is very supportive of that motto. You can earn more by doing what you like best, attract friends you want to be like, enhance all of your relationships. Just have fun with life. Get it right. We, you know, Technically, we don't have only one shot, but make this the best life possible for yourself. Get this book, read it, and there's an opportunity for you to be part of something special as well. What we're launching today is the Place It Forward campaign. And what that means is if you would like a free copy of the book so that you can review it, there is available for download. Listeners of the show have an opportunity to get a free ebook. And you can download that at the website, which is placeitforward.com. Dot org, and I'll explain to you what we're doing here with this campaign. 
So the idea that Mr. Dunn has is to give away a certain number of books and each reader can take a book and place it forward by putting it in a public area for someone else to find, whether it's people they know or a random stranger. Either way, that's the point where we let it go and let God lead that person to the book. So if you go to the website, placeitforward.org, you can learn more about it, and I'll tell you some information here. If you are an individual and you would like to buy one book and place another, you'll receive the second book for free. If you decide to place both of your physical books, you will then receive a free download. That's a pretty good deal. Just imagine, imagine leaving a book in a public place such as a doctor's office, a waiting room in a hospital, a re- rehabilitation center where everybody there is stuck there to convalesce or they're going to be there for a long time. But imagine them getting this book and finding a way to think and feel better about themselves. Many who have read this book have improved their lives and turned around very difficult situations very quickly. Uh, so to celebrate again, if the first 10 people would like a free copy of the ebook, go to placeitforward.org. And you want to put in promo code, you go to the website on the right-hand side, Click on the second red button, download the book. You would then add the version that you want, hit place add, hit add to cart. In the promo code section, you'll, you will type spiritual insights and then apply, and press apply promo and that will reduce the charge and then you check out and then you get your download. So if you can do that, you can review the book, see how it fits There are 70 topics that you can review, and each topic takes only 10 minutes to read. That's why it's called 10-Minute Reads. It's arranged for all different areas of life in series, from A through H. There are also free articles you can download and additional topics that are not in the book at the main website, which is GetLifeRight.com. Many people are saying that their marriages have been improved, They've gotten peace of mind. Their judgment is improving dramatically. Ten-year struggle with cancer. Um, one reader said that it was a terrible situation that drove people away because they were always so sick. But now they've um, acquired new meaning for their time, and it's brought their friends back into their life. Major transformation is happening with this book. So you can use it as a reference guide. You can give it as a gift. Most importantly... You can put it in the path of someone who might need help and leave it up to God. And these are the ways that you can do that. If you're an individual, again, buy one book and once you place another, they'll give you the second book free and you get the free download. You can become an ongoing placer if you work, volunteer, or frequent public places where there are large numbers of people with time on their hands, like I just mentioned, a hospital, hospice, you can become an ongoing placer who replenishes the books that get taken home because the idea is for someone to find the book and they have the, uh, the option of whether to keep it or not. So you could put one on a city bus, just leave it on the seat and know that someone will find it and there will be a flyer inside saying that someone has left this for you to find. If you enjoy it, take it home. If you would like it, 
to continue helping others, you can leave it where it is. That person is then instructed to go to the website with the same offer. Buy one, get the second one free. That's how that goes. If you're an employer, human resources departments are using them as thank yous to their employees for a job well done. It also helps improve their communications and decision-making skills. There's a lot of advice on finding the right employment. There's a lot of advice on relationships and work scenarios. I'll go through the uh, table of contents in a moment. But if you're an employer, you can put one in a break room. You can give them as gifts, as bonuses, that type of situation. Military hospitals, they are also using them to help patients with emotional and physical challenges following their release from the hospital or from the military. We need to support our military, and I think this is a fabulous way to do that. Other ideas for placement uh, to consider, any kind of mass transit facility or vehicle, bus, train, whatever you like, again, waiting rooms. Many facilities have reading carts. You could put a couple in the cart for people to enjoy or put them in the gift shops. Anyone stuck in a facility such as a prison rehab. Um, PTSD sufferers benefit greatly from the book. Anyone that's confined, disadvantaged, dependent, or overwhelmed. Hopefully those who like the book will buy their own copy and place their free copy in another public place and keep this Place It Forward campaign moving along. So that's the, that's the offer for today. Go to placeitforward.org. Click on the option that you want. Place your order. Put the promo code Spiritual Insights in, in the box and press Apply Promo and continue to check out from there. Enjoy the book. It's made a, a definite difference in my life and many of, the, many of the listeners who wrote in about the show that I did with David Dunn um, reported fantastic revelations and that sort of thing. Okay, so I'm going to move on. I have a couple announcements to make. Very soon I will be finalizing my new newsletter. So if you would prefer not to follow the show by hitting the follow button on Blog Talk Radio, which generally results in a lot of emails in your inbox, and I don't like that, and I imagine you don't either. So another way to follow would be to sign up for the newsletter and it will just be a simple communication. I don't want it to take up a lot of your time, but that will go out to my mailing list. It will contain brief announcements such as upcoming segments and absolutely designed to take up the least amount of your time just to keep you informed. If you'd like to sign up for that, you can go to my website. I have a temporary website while a larger one is being built, and that is spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. If you would like to receive or the chance to receive a free line-by-line dreamitation, which takes several hours because I go through each element of the dream and break it down energetically, and I don't stop until I've basically squeezed every ounce of information out of it. So that takes a while, and that's a, a significant value. If you'd like the chance for that, you can go to the website and sign and submit a dream, And if it's chosen, I will do the interpretation for free. You'll be given the opportunity to respond, and then I'll be using that in the newsletter and on my dream blog on blogspot.com. And it's very detailed. It's a line-by-line and 
that would be free of charge to the one who's chosen. You can remain anonymous if you wish. You can give me a fake name if you wish. does not matter. But you would submit your dream. You'll receive the full interpretation and then get the response going. Because what's different about the way I do things is I, I don't like when uh, people attempt to interpret a dream tell the person what it means, and then quickly end the conversation because you don't know what fits and what doesn't. And I like to know what fits, and it's fascinating to learn how somebody's life experience correlates to the dreams and the emotions that are being explored. So if you want to sign up for that, please do. SpiritualInsightsRadio.Weedly.com And we'll have some more interesting things in the future. But those are my major announcements. And I, will, I want to give some information today with regard to working with dreams. So I want to talk about that for a little bit. If you have a question, again, dial area code 347-934-0751. If you'd simply like to listen, that's fine. But if you have a question, press number one on your keypad, and I will see that you have a question, and I will take your call. Okay. Since uh, the previous segment, I did receive a lot of questions and put them into categories. And one of those questions was why they get a dream. Like many, they'll send a dream and I send it back and I tell them this isn't worthy of interpretation because it's just um, a hodgepodge of images. When I do a dream interpretation, it is based on the symbols that form a storyline as to what is happening in your subconscious mind and your waking life. So each symbol supports the next and then supports the next, and sometimes there's other interesting things that take place. But if you are having crazy dreams that that don't seem to make any sense, one of the reasons um, could be any of these. So when it's merely a hodgepodge of sequences and symbols, and they don't support each other, it could be due to consuming a food or a substance that is disturbing to the normal processes of the mind, such as spicy foods, allergens, foods that you're allergic to. You might not have a full-blown reaction that puts you in the hospital, but if your system is upset by this, then that can knock off the biorhythms and the electrical currents that are in play, and they can sometimes override the part of the mind that does your soul work at night while you're sleeping. So excessive alcohol or narcotics, that should be pretty self-explanatory. It's going to make it very difficult to have a clear dream that is designed to help you. So another reason for why we have these uh, really weird dreams is that the mind is processing the events of the day to relieve stress. In a few moments, I'll give you instructions on how to clear that out so that you can have a productive dream that gives you information. Uh, Medications or hormonal imbalances. Many women who are pregnant can experience strange dreams, and if you have a hormonal imbalance uh, due to a life change, that can also have an effect. Some medications affect us in very strange ways, so that can do it too. Um, Another reason that I find from my dreamers is that some of the dreams can go by rapidly, and they capture only part of one dream, but they can have successive dreams. You can have many dreams in a night. The ones you generally remember are the ones right before you wake up. So sometimes we grab elements of different dreams that we do recall and kind of mash them together and feel like it's all one dream, but that's not the case. Generally, I can tell the difference where the the cutoff point is. 
Um, but this might explain some of the confusion for the people who wrote those questions in. Um, and so those are the reasons why we would have a dream that isn't worthy of interpretation. The ones that are worthy of interpretation are called teaching dreams. And they come in typically three parts. There are three parts of the dream. As you work with it, if you want to continue working with it, you can keep tuning into the show and I will give helpful tips um, to help you. But the three parts of a dream are, in the beginning, you were typically in a teaching dream. And the, again, a teaching dream isn't that you're up teaching something in front of a crowd. It is a dream meant to teach you about a situation in your life. And they generally start, you'll see either a house, a car, a school, a large building, or you could be wandering down the street, but there are large buildings, but you'll see those structures, or you can see a person from your past. But generally, it's the house or car or a large building. It can even be a mall. But those are in the beginning. When you enter the first phase of the dream, um, you get your timeline, what situation the dream is referring to, whether it's in the past. It can, uh, perhaps, I'll give you an example. It can point to a classroom uh, from grade school. So that will tell you that the situation originated around that time at that age. You can also see an ex-partner or the place where you lived and that is telling you, again, the time frame, time frame. You need to go back there and look at the thoughts and beliefs that you incorporated into your mind that are affecting the present. And that's why we have these dreams. The subconscious mind puts them in order of priority as to how they're impacting you. So it's going to go for the major negative ones first. The second part of the dream is how you um, manifested the problem in your life right now and what the, your present awareness is what's um, in your mind as familiar about the situation and your energetic contribution to it. Uh, lastly, the dream will present a solution to the situation. I, in my practice and in my work as doing this professionally, I find that all paths lead to forgiveness. So generally, that's the first prescription is forgive you, yourself, the other people in the situation and the experience, and then that helps clear up any negative ramifications of holding on to that resentment. Let go of the resentment or any type of grudge and that frees you up to be who you really are and not held down by these emotions. So, again, uh, I'll get to phone calls in a little bit. Uh, call in, area code 347-934-0751. I'm going to go through some tips about working with your dreams, which was the predominant topic of the questions um, so in working with your dreams, the first step is absolutely absolutely keep a dream journal or a pen by your bed so that you can recall, write down anything that you recall. It doesn't have to be a lot. If you're good at this, great. But if you're not and you want to get better, these are the steps that will help you improve in your lucidity, remembering the details of your dream, and beginning to work with them in more expanded ways. So keep a dream journal or even a tablet and a pen by your bed so that you can write things down immediately upon waking up. Do not try to hold on to that information because it's very wispy and you can lose it. Um, I also have an MP3 recorder that I keep beside my bed so that if I want to stay in that semi-conscious state, I can reach for it, feel for the right button to record, and I can mumble into it. If that will not disturb a partner, you can use that option as well if you're not good at writing in the dark. That takes practice too. And um, 
I'll just share for a moment. What I do if I have to write in the dark, I don't like to turn on a light. I will put, grab the tablet and put my thumb on the edge of the page where I need to start writing and then feel the other side of the page with the hand that you're writing with and then try to write sideways as clearly as possible. Make the letters a little bigger so that you can read them later. The um, second thing I want to guide you to do, for instance, you could try this tonight. After a long, busy day, and many of us are caught up in the rat race, and we see and experience a lot during the day. Subconscious mind picks up everything, even if your physical eyes didn't see it. So you get filled up with a lot of uh, data. So what you want to do at night is quiet your mind and release the events and emotions of the day so that the subconscious mind can do its work without interference from all of that stimulus. You can sit quietly on the edge of your bed. You can do the sitting up. If you're not too tired, you can lie down. But sit and focus on your breathing and breathe in for several minutes very slowly, focusing completely on the breath, thinking about the events of the day, things that were said, things that you said, and let them go. Bless them, forgive them, let them go. Clear your mind of any kind of static. You can also visually surround yourself in a shield of white light and ask for protection while you perform your soul work. fact of the matter is that when we're dreaming, we are not in our physical bodies. For those of you who are skilled at recognizing that you're not in your body and decide to take off and have an out-of-body experience, that is well and good, but it's always my recommendation that you do something for protection um, before embarking on that kind of journey. And I would add that it's not wise to set out to have an out-of-body experience right off. You want to do your soul work. There's a reason why we do it. So you want to clear out any of those assignments in the form of dreams. Your spirit guides are working with you. After the work is done, if you feel like you want to go out and about, you have your circle of protection, you're equipped to go explore, visit a loved one, whatever you want to do. So, moving on. You want to set an intention, and you can do this throughout the day, but you want to set an intention before you go to sleep, and you want to tell yourself, I will have a dream, I will remember my dream, and I will record it immediately upon waking up. You can entertain this intention throughout the day to even strengthen it if you can uh, keep your mind focused on that. But you also want to set an intention that you'll be lucid and that you'll be consciously aware that you are dreaming. This is some of the fun part. If there is a specific situation about which you would like information or if you need a solution to a problem, you can ask for assistance and they will come and they will help you. Depending on your degree of um, tolerance for otherworldly experiences, they're not going to scare you, but they will get the message to you in the manner that will least frighten you. And they want to get your attention so things may happen to do that. But anyway, you can ask assistance from your higher self or soul for a problem, uh, a solution to the problem, an idea. If you want to start a new business, it can go from soul level because your soul already knows. The hard part is getting us the personality that is in this plane of existence to get it. So you can ask your higher self or soul, ask any question you want, see what comes through. You can ask your subconscious mind, which is a storehouse of information about you, past lives, future lives, everything. You can ask your guides or angels, or you can simply uh, say a prayer to your deity of choice. 
regard um, whatever your religious structure is, you can appeal to them. Ask that the personal symbols presented be clear and easy to understand. If you need help, that's why I'm here. Uh, when you are just waking up, before the mind starts racing, you are in what's called the alpha brainwave state. This is the state you're in while you're dreaming. And this is very productive. This is a very productive state of mind because it gives you lots of opportunity. So what you want to do when you're just waking up, immediately record as much as you can remember. And if it's not a lot, just write down how you feel. Or you saw something you don't remember, but you felt scared. Just start that way. And the more you do this, the more information you can retain. If you have a little extra time, one thing I like to do is after writing down the information, mentally declare that you would like to re-enter the dream for clarification. You would then relax yourself and allow yourself to drop back down into that alpha state. If that doesn't happen, that's okay. It takes practice. You would have to build the skill to work with it with intention. Intention is everything. But just relax. Kind of let yourself sink that intention take you back to the dream as your ability for lucid dreaming strengthens through conscious practice. You'll be able to remember more. You can even stand still and ponder the meaning of what you're seeing and experiencing. You can ask for assistance and even stop the dream, rewind it, and view it uh, all over again. You really can do this. I've done this countless times. What happens is you're out of your body. Picture standing in front of a very large movie screen like the kind at the drive-in theaters. You're actually standing in front of this. And depending on the intensity of the emotion, as you're watching the movie that is the stream, if it is emotionally charged, you will feel more in the dream as a participant. If it's something that you are simply observing, you will have that sensation in a dream that, okay, this is what's happening, I'm observing, and then you basically take notes with your mind. At all times, your spirit guides are behind you, and they also portray other people in your dream at times. I'll give you an example. If you've, you're walking through a mall and you feel you have two or three people walking with you, and yet you have no uh, impulse to turn and discover their identities, you just know you can trust them and they're with you. You're together. Those are more often than not spirit guides. Sometimes angels will, will come in. They generally don't. Uh, deal specifically with dream work. That's a, a special assignment for spirit guides. So that is one example. Um, and again, if you have any questions, press 1 on your keypad. I will see the question mark, and I will bring you on the air. What a lot of people complain about is the question I get is, oh, I was so lucid, I was doing really good things in my dream and remembering a lot, and I was able to explore through astral projection. You get really good skills going doing this work, especially if it's one of your major focuses. It's one of the best tools on the planet for self-awareness. But some people complain that they were more lucid and more aware, and then that changed somehow, and they're not as good as they used to be. The reason for that is because everything is in layers. The astral plane is in seven layers, and these levels of lucidity are in seven layers. So the downside to reaching a high level of lucidity is that you reached the ceiling in the level you're in. When you graduate to the next level, 
unfortunately, you have to start all over again. So that's why you feel that you're not as lucid as you used to be or don't have the control that you once had. Um, so if your abilities seem to have diminished, this would be the reason. It merely means you're starting over again on a higher level, which is great, and then just continue practicing and doing the work. And many people um, resent having to do all that work all over again, but my response to that is generally, what else have you got to do? You're going to be here for a while. You might as well get on top of things. So... I believe that's all I wanted to cover in this segment. I would like every week to give some information that would be helpful helpful to all of the listeners. And you can take notes. You can write in. Again, the website is spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. You can sign up for a newsletter. You can submit a dream for possible interpretation for free or if you plan to call in for a future segment. You can send that ahead of time. Give it a good title. Um, You can also include your phone number if you want, if I have some clarifying questions. I don't want you to tell me anything about your life at all. It's my job to tell you. So please don't include extra information. Some information that is helpful would be your sexual orientation. If, um, If you are an extremely balanced individual, and it would be difficult for me to determine the dominant energy, whether you're male or female, basically is what I'm saying. So if you would tell me your sexual orientation so that I can speak to you knowledgeably um, on that level, if you feel it's helpful to tell me your race, that is fine too. And sometimes, you know, there are there's other small pieces of information, like if you have a real fear of snakes and you dream about snakes, that's helpful. Other than that, don't tell me anything about your life or what you're doing, it's my job to go in and put the pieces of the puzzle together to form the big picture and describe it to you in the, to the best of my ability. And then you tell me what fits and what resonates. That's the way it works. So I'm going to give it a couple more minutes um, if you want to call in and discuss a dream or even ask a question on the types of dreams we have. Whatever, Whatever's on your mind, feel free to call in. Um, I want to mention... Uh, that I will be in my newsletter when I launch it, very soon. I'll be asking for volunteers. If you would like to volunteer to help spread the word about the show by putting it on uh, message boards, social media, that type of thing, um, I would welcome the assistance. And there could be email campaigns, all types of different things. So that is what I have for today. Okay, I have one person on the line. Let me just check with you and see if you had a question. Hi, I know you've been waiting a while. Did you have a question or did you just want to listen? Um, I would like to ask about a dream I had like a month ago, if that's okay. That would be great, sure. How so, can I help you? Um, okay, let me, let me pull my dream up because I write them all down. <laughs> Perfect. I love you. <laughs> Um, the more detail, the better. It helps the interpretation. If you leave out one yeah. tiny detail, it could change everything, you know? Yep. Okay. How long have you been writing your dreams down? Um, I actually took a dream class in March, or I started it in May. So I, I can interpret dreams myself, but it's kind of hard to interpret it in my own dreams. Okay. So that's why I'm seeing what you can pick up from this one. So sure. this dream, I was 
on my bed on the corner of a road. Like, it was a really sharp corner, and I was getting ready to go to sleep. But I had a dog with me, and I'm not sure if it's the dog I have now or if it was um, a dog I had before that has passed, but I'm not sure which one it was. But okay. Um, I said to myself, I'm like, this is not a very safe place to sleep. Like, why am I here? And then a guy stops, like, he's driving down the road, and he stops, and he gets out of his truck, and he tries to take me. Like, he tries to take me from my bed and kidnap me. Mm-hmm. And then another guy and an older woman get out of the truck, and, um, you know, they also, like, try to help him, like, get me. And my oh. dog starts attacking all three of them. And then the two guys run, like, because it was, like, on this big hill. Like, there's this big cliff that you could, that if you jumped over, you were probably going to die. Um, okay. The two guys, like, hold hands and jump off the cliff um, to try to get away from my dog. And the woman then runs over, and she turns back at me, and she says, you will never forget us. And then she also jumps off the cliff, and then I wake up. So. You will never forget us. Yeah. Was it obviously nighttime in the dream? Uh, yeah. It was like getting dark. It wasn't like fully night. Like it was, so, you know, dusk and getting dusk, ready to. Uh, later in dusk. Okay. Yeah. And then she jumps too. Did you happen to go yeah. to the edge of the cliff and look over? No, I woke up as soon as she jumped. Okay. Okay. And the woman was like an older woman. Like she was, she was probably like seventy year older. She was pretty old. Okay. And none of these people were familiar to you. No, I have no idea who any of them were. Okay. So let's start in the beginning. First, because it's approaching darkness. Because it's not completely dark yet, there is a little bit of conscious awareness in this. So it's something that is a bit familiar to you in in how you're thinking and feeling about a situation in your life, but the larger part is that it's unconscious and that there's not full awareness, but there's some aspect of it that you're aware of, and it's going to lead to more. You have to dig deeper. So you're on a road, on the corner of the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're on your bed, and the bed, again, and the bed supports that symbology in that the bed can represent the unconscious mind, um, sleep habits, um, sexual activity, all that great stuff. And metaphorically, it can be your situation, like you made your bed, now you have to lie in it. The fact that you're out in the open tells me that this is a situation that you might feel vulnerable in people around you knowing how you feel, such as a work situation or a school situation. Uh Okay. So the bed being the focal point, you want to focus on that. And in order to do your own dreams, you really have to step outside yourself. I understand how difficult it is. But so you have that as your foundation. You're out in the open, and it's looking at what direction, what path am I on. And in your path right now, it's basically wanting to stop and pause so that you can either make a decision or get inspiration and know where to move forward. But then with the dog, which is love, you see the dog, but even in your conscious awareness, you're not sure which dog it is, the one from the Mm -hmm. past or the one from the present. So 
with regard to that, I would say with um, the dog, whether it refers to it can't be a romantic this is, there's nothing about a romantic relationship about this. This is about your relationship with yourself and mm-hmm. where your life is going. So with the dog, let me check out okay. So dogs are loyalty, faithfulness, aggressiveness, and territorialism. And those aspects aspects present themselves in this dream to the T in that he he attacks, okay? So you want to get that behavior of the dog. And what color is the dog? Well, it was the one that passed. He was black, and if it's the other one, he was white. Okay. It seems to me, it feels to me, as I'm kind of going in and and I'm I'm trying to look at this through my third eye and and actually Mm -hmm. see it happen, but it looks like, um, you know when they blur out on TV, they pixelate something so you can't see it, whether it's an advertisement or a body part? Yeah. It feels like It feels like that was done intentionally to stop you from identifying which dog it is because they want to focus on these qualities and, and not steer you in any one direction. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it, would, it would associate with being your own best friend and doing what's best for you in your life and in the situation that it points to, and I'll try to get that. A lot of competition. I'm feeling a lot of competition, um, whether it's school. Are you in school or do you work? I work, but I'm You work, not. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to get the scenario down because there can be competition in both arenas, but if we eliminate one, then I can talk knowledgeably about that. So with the competition and... Maybe you're feeling that the situation is unfair to you. So moving on. So a man pulls up in a truck. Do you happen to remember the color of the truck? Um, I think it was a reddish-brown color. It was a weird color. It wasn't like a normal truck color. It was kind of like a rusted color, but, it, I mean, yeah. it wasn't, you know. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so we have the red truck. Red, and with the other symbol, with the dog. We want to focus on inner child. Red supports the idea of the inner child in you coming into confidence and self-preservation mm-hmm. and loyalty to the self. Look at these qualities, the, um, the loyalty and um, the self-love. So that's the third symbol that supports that idea. Trucks can represent past experiences and healing internalized emotions. And look at what it's used for. It's used to carry. So when it comes to the inner child, it can help you carry a lot of baggage from the past. Make sense so far? <laughs> yeah, mine does. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's also associated with work. See, see where I'm getting the work scenario? Yeah, I do. Okay, because it's a, it's a work vehicle. It helps you accomplish. So you have red, which is first shocker of survival, inner child, um, how you survive, how you make your money, what you do for a living. That's that whole scenario. So it, it shows up, and a man steps out that you do not recognize, which means 
This isn't, he is, he's representing you. He is your male aspect. He is the intellectual self, the aggressive side, the side that provides for the family. Even though we have both male or female, this is dominating the dream. You're you, which is the feminine, but the dominant aggressor is your mind and the way you think and the way you plan and the way you're executing those plans. So this unfamiliar man shows up, stops the truck, and attempts to kidnap you. Kidnapping is a war with oneself and inner child. Does that make sense? Yeah, I've had quite a few kidnapping dreams. Okay, so we want to we want to get you to the point where these evolve, get closer to resolution, so they can dissolve and leave you alone. Okay, so let's focus on kidnapping for just a minute. Let me just collect my thoughts. Hang on. Okay. Okay. So... The general representations for kidnapping are something that is being taken unlawfully, being forced to do something against your will, and we can feel that way by thinking that a situation is unfair or that you want things to move in one direction and someone is stopping it from happening. It can um, correspond to literally being under someone else's control like a supervisor and they get to call the shots and that frustration you feel when they're not cooperating. So there's a struggle. And in this dream, the man represents an aspect of you that is stifling the child within. Because it's interesting, they call it kidnapping. You know, there's abduction too, but kidnapping, and it's generally those key phrases that tell us we're, what we're dealing with. So we have two references to the inner child, being forced to do something you don't want to do, feeling vulnerable and exposed by being on the road in your bed. Just to, mm-hmm. just to rule anything out, did someone make a, an inappropriate suggestion to you at work? No. Okay. Just to rule that out. So um, sexual harassment is not the case. No, not not at work, no. Okay. Somewhere else? Yeah. Oh. Like, when I was, like, 15, though. Okay. But you had this a month ago, so we're going to stick in the, the one-month time frame from the yeah. dream. But in, in yeah. the dream, you were your current age, right? You weren't younger? Um, I always feel younger in my dreams. So I don't really, like, I never feel my correct age in dreams. Like, I always feel like I'm fighting someone, like, who's older than me. And, like, I'm a little, like, I'm young and trying to figure out how to fight for my life, you know. My my dreams are crazy. Um, I always feel younger in my dreams. And I'm always in in, uh, the school that I went to in, in elementary school in my dreams. Like, I go to that school all the time in my dreams. Yeah. That's very telling, and as you look through the dream journal and you see that pattern, that's a major time in your life where you took on emotions and beliefs into your subconscious that, you could, that you're not in control. 
Mm-hmm. You know? And these are showing you, and then we haven't even gotten to the cliff part yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the man and the older woman who come along. Yeah. The man doubling up on the previous representation of the first man. Now there's double overpowering energy. So you're really being overpowered. But now there's an older woman who represents the older aspect of self, the older, wiser, more nurturing. It mm-hmm. could it could be an aspect of you that wished like maybe a teacher would step in and protect you or a parent. If this pattern is this deep, I would lean towards your home environment and the parent and not did you have a childhood where you were not in control and could not control the atmosphere in the home that it, the tone was set by say your father? My mom. It was your mom, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to hit you in the third chakra where you you feel powerless. And mm-hmm. These are all trying to help you work through those past emotions and situations so you can kind of clean up your psyche. So then this is when the dog starts attacking. This is where you fight back. Mm -hmm. The dog representing your love for yourself and your right to be emotionally safe. So you start fighting back. And then just the man, just the men go to the cliff and what's interesting to me is they clasp hands. So yeah. it's like so it's like one aspect of your mind la- reaching out and grabbing onto the other aspect of your mind. And then they jump. Let me go to Cliff before I go to the woman because that last statement right there is very telling. So cliffs generally indicate an obstacle, a difficulty, or a hurdle. A lot of times... You'll, you'll see a dream, like say you're riding a bike or driving a car and you're on the edge of a cliff. That's, that signifies a dangerous situation. But that is not this. You're not in any danger. These people are doing this themselves. But it's associated with a fear of falling or a fear of failing. Yeah. So in, a, in an emotional sense, there's a fear of failure. And there's also a fear of trusting. Because, did you ever see that tarot card, and it's the fool, and he's about to step off a cliff? He's, like, one foot's off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> That's about faith. That's about faith. So there's a line that is drawn, literally, by the, the edge of the ground that you're standing on, that you'll, you'll have faith only this far and no, no more, because you have to protect yourself. Okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. Of course, we've got the normal, you're on the edge of something, you're, you could be on the edge of a emotional breakthrough or an emotional breakdown. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So jumping takes us further into the symbology of it as jumping represents a current fear, a danger, or taking that leap of faith. And I always say go for the leap of faith because stepping up to Say, let's picture you, picture you jumping off a cliff, and say, say you're tied to a bungee jump. The most fearful element of that experience would be in the moment before you jump. Once mm-hmm. you jump, there would be exhilaration. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Okay. All right. So, 
And in this case, they're not jumping off and flying, they're jumping off and descending. So there is a fear, I think, of descending into the recesses of your mind to really face your fears, do the work, and really let go and be yourself. Do you still have a relationship with your mother? Yeah. It's it's much better than it was when I was little. It's much better. How... What is the dynamic, or has there been forgiveness in working through issues, or did you just decide to be polite and not talk about it? Um, I haven't talked about it with her, but I talk about it in counseling. So I want to look at the older woman mm-hmm. who steps up to the cliff, turns to you, and do you remember the intensity in her eyes when she said, you will never forget us? Like, she looked scared but also like angry like she she looked like she knew what she was going to do and she was scared but she was also like mad at me for some reason you know for right. letting my dog attack them or whatever you know right let's go through women okay so if that's the feeling self the feminine you know the creative side the nurturing side it's the emotional counterpart of the self generally should point to gentleness and compassion and unconditional love as represented by the dog. But the dog tried to attack her too. The dog made a judgment that she was dangerous. So the dog being kind of like the purity of heart, but the ego deciding that this woman is a threat, she's dangerous, and she's to be attacked. Older women, the positive expression would be the older, wiser part. However, there is an aspect of the older woman representation. It's of the self, a fear of leaving a situation for fear of ending up old and alone. And there's mm-hmm. also wary over wasted time. Yeah. Do you see how that's weaving into all this to create mm-hmm. the storyline? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so skipping over all that, uh, women's stuff like intuition and all that great stuff. There is that, again, territorialism. Women can be very territorial. She was trying to get at you. The, the love wouldn't let her get you. The love for God, God's love for you, wouldn't let her get to you. So when she says, you will never forget us, and then jumps, it's basically, you will. once you get this lesson, you will never forget how you overcame it, and you can't go back to a previous level of consciousness. Hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> hmm hmm Can you give me an idea of what, how this correlates to your waking life, what fits and, and, and how it kind of manifests it? Well, I'm, I am opening up my own psychic abilities and my mediumship abilities and stuff, but awesome. deep down... I'm scared because I grew up in church every Sunday, and the woman that I went to church with every Sunday is my aunt, and she was always against it, and always said, you know, it was the devil's work and all that. So I have her husband coming to me all the time, and he's trying to get messages to her. I'm, like, fighting, telling her because I don't want her to to hate me and or to, like, judge me or pushed me aside because she was like my second mom like they pretty much raised me and I'm so I'm fighting with myself with that like do I tell her about it do I not tell her about it do I tell her the messages he's trying to get to her 
like it's, you know, I'm fighting with myself trying to figure out what to do in this situation. So, okay. I mean, it, it makes sense to me that I'm, and I do want to do this as my job when I can finally help people with it, you know. So okay. it all comes back. <laughs> so in the dream, what points to your inner child is actually pointing to your true identity. Yeah. And that's who you are. You're a psychic medium, right? I've been there. I've been there. Trust me. However, I grew up up north where it's a little more accepted. Did you grow up in the south? I'm in Pennsylvania. Oh, you are? That's where I grew up. Okay. So you're in PA. All right. But we all have family members who, you know, some are more religious than others. My family um, wasn't ultra religious, and my mom was intuitive. She had an – I think her grandmother was super intuitive and talked to her about it on the fly. Um, so I had a little easier of a time. However, the bottom line is when you take that leap and embrace who you really are, you don't worry about what people think. If your aunt loves you, she, she has to love you unconditionally. She can't say, if you start dealing in this, what I determined to be the devil's work, I'm not going to love you anymore. What kind of aunt is that? But you can soften it. You got to, you know, because there's, there's four phases to embracing the path of a psychic. You have little abilities. Sometimes when you're a kid, not everybody does. Sometimes it opens up at different times. But you have these little knowings in your childhood or you see things or you have vivid dreams. Kind of get started early. Then there's a period of exploration, but you know better than to tell your friends at school. You don't mention this mm-hmm. to people. This is your own private world. That's so you explore. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you have to go through this expo- exploration of the abilities, techniques to strengthen the talents, and ways to present it, and what's comfortable for you. You have to determine what your forte are going to be and what maybe you're not so good at and put those things to the side. For instance, when it comes to finding lost objects, I suck. Mm-hmm. I, I suck. Don't call me for that. If you want to get into someone's head, call me for that. If you want to talk to a, a deceased loved one, call me for that. I have a lot of talent. But finding lost objects is not one of them. So that's not something I'm going to want to put on my business cards, right? So you have to kind of refine and define what your talents are, and this is the time you do it. But you need to do it in private. You feel like you want to go and, you know, tell your aunt, but you've got the fear of rejection. As As long as you're afraid you're going to be rejected, you're probably going to be because you're creating that. Make sense? Okay, yeah. so if you if you set it up with fear, something's going to happen to prove you right. Although the universe is very smart, and a lot of times it's different than anything we could have imagined. So you have all this fear built up into you. Picture stepping up to the cliff. The most fearful moment is the moment before you jump, or in your case, the moment before you tell your aunt what it is you want to do with your life. The scariest mm-hmm. part's going to be going over to her house. Once you get the words out, and see her reaction. I think mm-hmm. it might be a little different than you'd expect. I know she's she's had these she said these things, and because you were young, you really took them to heart. So now you're feeling, yeah. oh, it's the devil's work. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you have to. And the it, thing that gets me is, it's her husband that like put me on the track to know that I can do this. Like he started. Right. He started coming to me in my dreams and telling me that it's right in front of your face. Don't you see it? And then I felt him touch me, and then 
okay. I felt him like sitting behind me on my bed one day, and uh-huh. so he's he's the one that kind of pushed me to be where I'm at right now. So, so he, and that's why I want to tell her, you know. Okay, okay, but look at let's look at your uncle. He took on the role of guide for you. He's yeah. trying to guide you and prompt you. From mm-hmm. a practical sense, he's the one who knows her better than anybody. So I'll try to set up a scenario where you can ask him how what the best method would be to tell her. Mm-hmm. Unless, because, you know, I hear the, oh, it's devil's work. But when you miss somebody so badly and you have a chance to get a message from them, you become pretty open-minded. Yeah. So if you set up and choose your words carefully and make sure the most important thing is that you're comfortable with this. You certainly want to be concerned with the comfort of the recipient of the information. We don't want them to feel scared or threatened or anything like you're feeling in the stream. But when you choose your words carefully, maybe you could say to your aunt, you know, I have something to talk with you about, but I'm afraid to do it. And just saying that makes you not afraid. But I'm afraid to do it, and it has to do with Uncle So-and-so. And then watch your eyes engage. Well, what about him? And mm-hmm. you could ask a question. You could say, have you, since he passed away, have you had dreams about him or has anything strange happened? And see what she says. And then you can choose your next statement very carefully and say, well, he's been coming to me and been giving me all these beautiful messages on how much he loves me. How do you feel yeah. about that? You know, and take it very slowly, crumb by crumb. How do you feel about that? And get and you got to use reverse psychology because she's got to get over deep set beliefs given to her by her parents, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are very mm-hmm. ingrained. So try that way, and then if you feel you need to get out and back away from the cliff, it's okay. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, and maybe try another yeah. time. Okay, yeah, I've you don't have to be. You don't have to be deceptive. At one point, he showed me their wedding picture and then showed me where it was in their house, and the, but then showed me another picture. And um, I asked her about the, like, I asked her about the other picture of them standing by his one car, and she's like, I don't even know what picture you're talking about, but that's his favorite picture, and he wants that picture out in the house somewhere. And so when I asked her about it, she didn't even know what picture I was talking about, so I, I just backed up. I was like, well, I think I've seen it there at one point. It's probably in a photo album something. Like, yeah. I try to, like, toss little hints her way, but I don't come out and say, Uncle Bob's been coming to me, you know? Right. Because um, I, I just, I'm, I, I am scared of telling her, you know? Well, she's a very strong personality. I'm getting her... the the strength of her convictions and the strength of her, the way she talks to you. Like, you don't mess around around this lady. You don't put your feet up on the coffee table. She will. (laughs) She will mess you up. She will. I mean, she's tough. And and she's that way for a reason. And it's Mm -hmm. easier to appreciate that quality than to resent it because you're stuck now between a rock and a hard place with this woman that you adore and cherish. And there's that spitfire of a personality, and you, you feel like you want to dress up in hockey gear to protect yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, like um, or or say something like, you know, um, I'm I'm looking at that scene from Steel Magnolias where Olympia Dukakis is going, Mom, Dad, I have tragic news. I have cancer. 
And they're like, oh, my God. And he says, I'm just kidding. I'm just gay. It's <laughs> like, it's like Aunt Sally, I have something to tell you. You know, uh, I'm moving to Germany. What? Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just psychic, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And and you got to get around her in such a gentle way, in such a careful way. And the best way is to be honest and just say, I love you so much. And I would never do anything to make you unhappy. But do you believe that your life is about you and that you should do what makes you happy? Mm-hmm. And, and let her ponder that for a moment. Like, what are you trying to say, kid? Are you going to run away with the circus? <laughs> well, no. Um... But what I want to tell you, you might not like, you might strongly disapprove of it, and maybe mm-hmm. you have to make sense of it, but, I, but I've had some time to think about it, and this is what I want to do with my life, but it would be a lot better for me if I had your support and knew that you still yeah. loved me. So this way, if you present the scenario that you're anticipating losing her altogether out of rejection, that mm-hmm. cracks her heart open. And opens the dialogue, no, I wouldn't do that to you. Mm-hmm. Because she's got this fear built up in you from the statement she made during your childhood. Yeah. I've been um, tossing little, like, um, tips on Facebook. Like, I put my dream certificate that I, like, I'm actually a certified dream coach on okay. Facebook the other day. And she always likes it and says, good job. And I said that, you know, I can do some angel card readings that people would like. And uh, so I, I do, like, little, like, hints and, like, tips out there. But mm-hmm. I don't know if she's, like, picked up on it or not. Um, two of her daughters know, but her other daughter, she she's way bullheaded. And I haven't even mentioned it to her. But right. my uncle really wants to get messages to her, too. But I don't know how to go about getting to her. Um like, he get, he's given me messages for everyone in the family, you know, because I was, like, his daughter, you know what I mean? So he's yep. giving me messages for the rest of his, his wife and his daughters, and two of them I can give messages to without any big deal. Like, they call me all the time and say, hey, anything new? But then his wife and his other daughter, I'm scared to death to even mention anything. So it's right. kind of like <laughs> I'm being pulled in ten different directions. Like, I just want right. to be able to tell them what Uncle Bob says, but then I'm like, but ugh, I don't want them to, like, hate me or, you know. Right. It's and, very, and it's very... Well, we worry very about tough. how people perceive us, and this is where you're going to have dreams where you're in a state of undress, generally, you know, without your shirt and you're exposed and all this good stuff, and then there's other dreams, like a scenario, a life situation like this, you can have a lot of dreams about tornadoes, Mm-hmm. And and fear of being ostracized and outcast from your family, and that's a unfortunately in some families that's a very real situation. But in order to get through that situation, you have to really sit and embrace who you are and accept who you are, and accept it to the point where it doesn't matter if other people do. Although it will change the dynamic. But if you notice, do you ever look at somebody who? doesn't seem to care what anybody thinks and they do whatever they want no matter how goofy or bad they are. Nobody seems to go after them the way you think they would. But yeah. a meek and mild person who says, I think I'll go to school to be a lawyer. And it's all of a sudden, if you can't be a lawyer, who are you kidding? How are you going to pay for it? You, would be, you know what I mean? You know how, like... Yeah, that's, when, that was my life. <laughs> okay, well... 
I can I can feel how sweet and gentle you are, but here's what people like us, you and me, need to learn. As you observe those other people, the reason they don't get bashed like that is because they don't have a fear of it. When we have a fear of rejection, criticism, ridicule, we're the ones that happens to because that magnet's right there. So maybe wait a while for your aunt and the cousin who would offer resistance and get your get get your friends and your clients together and get out there and start practicing and get your business cards made. Once you do you have business cards? Not yet cuz it just all started happening in February. So okay. I'm I don't really trust myself yet, but okay, anytime I do like readings and like dream readings and stuff, everyone's so like surprised and shocked and like, oh my goodness, you're so good, but I just don't trust myself. I get you. Okay, but when when you're ready, you get those business cards made, and business cards made, and when you hold them in your hand and you see in print your name and the titles mm-hmm. that you want to give yourself, dream analyst or dream coach, psychic medium. When you decide on what which of those titles are appropriate for what you want to offer people, you can – the easiest thing is to go help strangers. Yeah. Stay away from family and friends at first. Mm-hmm. Go find a place like a metaphysics shop and say, I, I would simply like to practice without fear of exposure or rejection. Could I offer a couple hours – like if you have time on on a Saturday, could I offer a couple hours of free dream coaching or charge five bucks and they get to keep, whatever you want to do? Yeah. But if but if you're really that good at it, you're gonna do your best when you're not worried about people's reactions to it because people will mm-hmm. walk up to me in Walmart, and I love the randomness of it. it keeps you fresh <laughs> because you know I have all this information on all these different things. And people are looking at me funny, and I and I look at them and nod, hello, and they and they walk up and they're like, I don't know why I'm doing this, and I say, well, because you can. What can I help you with? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well I, well, I have this situation with my family, and they start telling me everything. And I say, okay, well, let's look at this and let's look at this. And I could stand there for a good half an hour, give them the information they need, or maybe refer a book, and they give me a hug and they walk away. It's beautiful. Yeah, I do that. I do that with random people. Like people always come up to me or wherever I'm at, and they'll be like, "Hey, can you help me with this or this?" And it seems like they they other people can pick up on it before I even say anything. Like, um, I met a new, not really a friend yet, but I met a new person today, and like by the time we were done talking, like I was remote viewing his house, like giving him details of where this, this and this is and what his house looks like and um, that he had one drawer in his dresser that wasn't fully closed because there was a a sock, like not letting it close the whole way. Like I know all these details and he's like, okay, you got some kind of talent going on. Yeah. So I tried to... Remote viewing is a very, very... um... It's a really cool talent to have. Yeah, you know? like I could, I was walking the whole way through his house, and then I felt like his grandmother was watching over my shoulder, like to make okay. sure that I wasn't doing anything wrong. <laughs> right. Him. And, and can I ask how old you are? I'm 30. Okay. You sound a lot younger. Thank you. Everyone tells me that. So you've got a lot going on. You've got great talent, and you have opportunities to practice and get comfortable. 
because mm-hmm. the next phase in your journey as a psychic is you have to come out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the final stage. You, you hang behind closed doors, like in your apartment, studying metaphysics books, playing with a pendulum, throwing tarot cards around, remote viewing just for the fun of it, you know, and, and yep. saying, oh, I think That's I'll have a projection tonight. Let me have an out-of-body experience. That was cool. Oh, an object just flew across the room off the wall. I love it. So you immerse yourself in this, and it becomes a way of life. And there will be times where you want to pull back and be just a normal person and mm-hmm. take a break. There will be times that you want to do that, and you can do that. And then you just plug back in when you're ready. Because you start to wonder if you're nuts, you know, doing all this stuff. <laughs> But well, now, I've taken, like, two months off. Today was the first day I've really done anything in two months, and I thought, oh, man, because I haven't really felt anything. I haven't – my ears haven't been ringing like they used to all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I've – so I just was like, okay, well, maybe I'm not, like, a psychic, and everything just left me. <laughs> but today when I, like, did remote viewing through his house and gave him details of everything in his house, and he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is – something like I've and, and the thing was is I never thought that I could see things like that but when I look back on it I used to always know what people's house looked like before I ever like when I would just be meeting them and talking to them and I never knew what it was mm-hmm. you know but now that I look back on them, I'm like okay yeah I've been able to do this pretty much all my life without realizing what I was doing yeah so. you call upon it and it's there and you know that it's there and it's something you can trust um there are things you want to practice um and I also want to point out you're 30, and, and you're in the middle of a major life transition. It's called a Saturn return. Have you ever heard of it? I have heard of it, yeah. Okay, it's between the ages of 28 and 32. It's basically all the energies you put into your life up until this point comes back at you. Mm-hmm. So you might be having a pretty cool time if you've always been this sweet, nice girl that always helps other people, you know? <laughs> I have. That's me. Okay. So then 28 (laughs) to 32 should probably be a really, really good time in your life. There's also, when I was 28, I finally got to the point where somebody could be in front of me crying and I wasn't crying too. I finally got that detachment from having such a strong empathic skill. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I knew when someone was about to knock on the door because I know their energy I would always have a I know block. when people are going to call. Like, the other day, I was waiting for a phone call, and the phone rang, and I'm like, okay, so that's Verizon. And it wasn't uh-huh. Verizon. Like, I, yeah, it's crazy, the stuff that's going <laughs> When you're relaxed and letting the information flow, like, I can, like, a person can pop into my mind that I haven't spoken to in a long time or who lives in another state. And, like, I might know them casually, but then I get a vibe, and, like, oh, no, they're crying. They're upset. Dig mm-hmm. out their phone number and call them up, and you call them up and you say, "Hey, why are you crying?" <laughs> and it's like, yeah. "Damn, Scarlett, you're like, how do you do that?" I said, "Why are you crying? What's the matter? You're sniffling. You're a mess. Talk to me. I have like 20 <laughs> minutes, and it yeah. freaks people out. But you know, if I get the vibe, you can always choose. Like, well, let them have their space because that happened recently. I called somebody on Friday of last week. I wanted to talk to them on Tuesday, but I tapped in. And and felt clearly they need space. Give you know, give it a little while longer. And then, as I woke up, I saw an image of. Them. I said, "Okay, today's the day I can call her. She's in a better space." And the conversation went beautifully, perfectly, and it's going to lead to a whole new business. So, you can really use this as a guide, but you have to get comfortable. So, use from thirty to thirty-two. Use this as your practice arena. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to hang. 
you know, a sign in your window. You don't you don't want to do that anyway. Stay away from anybody who's got a sign in their window. But you know what I'm saying. It's like yeah. don't, don't put your don't build your website and say open for business if you feel that you are going to be intimidated by any process involved in this. Yeah. Like don't yeah, I, your I, yet. I <laughs> you know. Feel, um, yeah. I'm also empathic. I feel people's pains. Like uh-huh. I know when someone has a headache or their stomach sick or they're in like serious mm-hmm. pain. I feel that. But I also feel emotions too. Like I Okay. When I was tapping into this guy earlier this morning I felt like I just wanted to cry and I knew it wasn't me and I would right. breathe really heavily and sigh and I felt like someone was sitting on my chest, like my chest felt really heavy and Excellent. There's just, it's, there's been so <laughs> much going on. Yeah, yeah. And it's good. You're at a good spot where you're recognizing, okay, that's not mine. That's not my emotion. That's yeah. not my thought. That's not my pain. Um, so mm-hmm. you're really doing well. But if it, would, if it would help you to talk with like-minded people, there are, like, you, you went to a dream class. You Maybe there's yeah. other uh, things that you could sign up and join and get a support system going and be able to sit and voice your concerns. Like, well, okay, I had this client, and everything I said, they tried to tell me none of it was accurate. <laughs> Some people do that just to trip you up. Yeah. I had an audition for a reality show a couple years ago, and I get on the phone to give this guy a reading, and everything I said, not applicable. I said, what does that mean? I'm telling you this, this, and this. <laughs> not applicable. And I was like, nope, no. You know what? I got to tell you. I might not always have been 100% correct, but no one's ever said that to me in my life. And I've been doing this like you, like all these things. Mm -hmm. And I got so mad that I said, all right, use this to get clear. Got around him trying to block me. And I said, let me tell you something. You want me to come on a TV show? I said, I'm telling you that getting psychics on there to bicker and compete against each other is the wrong way to go. And he was like, that was never the plan. And I said, don't you friggin' lie to me. <laughs> I said, I'm not stupid. I, that was the first impression I got. I know it's true. I can feel it. You're lying. And you, want, you keep saying this isn't applicable and that's not applicable. But you know what? People in this country need hope. And if you want to put a show together, you want to put people that are up there to change people, help them change their lives, give them the information they need, and inspire them to be the people they need to be to have a happy life. But for me to sit here and tell you that you had car trouble three, three days ago and it was an easy fix is a complete waste of my time. And you know what the guy says? Huh, that was good. So, yeah, so when I, I tapped into yeah, when I tapped into his mind and I told him he was divorced and that there were issues with his ex-wife, he says no, they're not. And your sister, no, that's not true either. And this is, I'm like, come on now, this isn't a game. Yeah. This is not a game. But you're going to have people like that, and then building the muscle and how to deal with that is very helpful. That was mm-hmm. the whole point of that yeah. story. It's just that <laughs> I was to the point of I know it was long. To the point of wait a second, wait a second. I'm sitting here like, what? Wrong, wrong. No, 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 nobody says this. No one ever. Once I get onto the energy thread, and whether you're doing remote viewing or the empathic, whatever thing you're pulling in with the eight arms trying to put these messages together and everything they, you, everything you say they say is wrong, that's nonsense, and you've got to either get around them or pull the plug yeah. and just say, you know, no, perhaps I'm not the person to help you and move on to the next person, that kind of thing. 
But once you're comfortable with who you are and what you do, that will set the platform for your aunt to accept you at a much higher level. You know, and looking at these, these three people in the dream, the two men and the woman, picture them as lessons. You're never going to forget those lessons. Yeah, that, not. that all, all three of those aspects had the courage to jump, and you have to follow suit. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Is that thank helpful? You for, yes, thank you for helping me and taking all this time. Like, you've, you've made me feel better, and you've helped me a lot. So thank Aww. you. Oh, I'm very happy about that. Well, if you, are you going to follow the show and tune in? Yeah, I will. Don't, <laughs> I've, I've don't hesitate. Listening. Don't hesitate to call in. I'm the room, I think. What's that? I, close it. I said I was the guest in the chat room, but I might have closed it when I got on the phone. No, I'm still there. Well, I forgot <laughs> to check the chat room. <laughs> hey, look yeah, at all there. these people. I've never opened a chat room because I don't see it as useful. Yeah. See if anybody but, has yeah. any questions. Thank you for uh, helping me with this and making me realize hey. what this dream was really about. Because I thought it was about my ex-boyfriend because he, he's, like, been on my mind. So I thought it was something to do with him, but I guess not. Nope, it's all you. Remember, you're the central, unless it's a spirit visit from a loved one, you're the central Mm -hmm. character in the dream, and other people represent aspects of you, intellectual, emotional, older, younger, parts that need to be developed, all of that. And and if you ever need help, just call into the show. I'm, I'm happy to help you, okay? I will. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. You too, Thank sweetheart. Thank you so much for everything that you told me today. You're so welcome. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. I have a little bit of time. I have about 10 minutes. I'm going to go to another call. I don't see an area code. Hi. You're on the air. Did you have a question? Hello. You may know me in a past life. I am a boy called... Cell phone, I. I am related to goblins. I am related to unicorns. Okay. In the ocean. All right. I like strawberries. I play Sudoku. I have a... You're on my nerves. Okay. Well, that is our show for today, everybody. Don't forget, if you want to sign up for the newsletter, uh, go to spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. Something told me not to take that call, and I ignored the impulse. See what happens? Don't ignore your messages. (laughs) Um, Go to the website. Sign up for the newsletter. I'm going to start sending those out in a week or so. Um, Submit a dream for possible interpretation. If I choose it for the dream of the week, I will do it free. It'll be line by line, which means it's going to be very long, which means it's going to take me a couple hours, and I can't let go until I'm satisfied that I squeezed every drop of blood out of it. Um, again, first 10 people to visit, placeitforward.org. Um, go to the book download. You can select an ebook for Get Life Right. It's really a fantastic book. Check out the segment. It's in the archives for February. And I'm on board with this 100%. Um, I I love this, the book and the author so much that I am committed to uh, being part of this organization. But the first 10 people go to purchase the book and then put the promotional code Spiritual Insights in the box. Press Apply Promo. It will take away 
the price and you get the free download. And it's cute. I'm seeing all these uh, windows pop up on my computer saying that somebody just signed up for the newsletter and they're really coming fast. So thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. I'm here to help. We will meet here each Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And you can submit questions. You can submit um, dreams or scenarios. Like, what does this symbol mean? And I can, I can address those. That's cool. No problem. So that's what we'll do. And we'll move forward um, in the best way possible so that I can help as many people as I can. Alrighty, so Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, blogtalkradio.com slash Charlotte Spicer if you are listening through iTunes or YouTube. That is the address, and whether or not I'll keep the chat room open is up for grabs. I don't, I don't like the idea, and I didn't even think to check it, so that's probably not very useful. I prefer to get your questions by email or just call into the show. Alright, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, God bless, and be at peace. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.